Well, welcome back to the Midnight Club. We've had a little bit of a hiatus, but I guess we've been busy, and we are here now to talk about we've that. We've been lazy. <laughs> that too. Well, busy, lazy, you know, I'm trying to, f with my five hours of sleep at night, I'm trying to find out, find places I can fit things in here and there, and it's not going so well. But I am Clinton Timmerman. And I'm not Kelly. She is not Kelly Tipple-licious K-Tip. And, uh, yeah, we're here just to discuss a few things. Uh, some things have happened over the last few weeks. You turned 44. I did turn 44. That is the number of Brian Bosworth for all you, <laughs> Mr. President. Uh, all you football fans out there, Brian Bosworth, you may recall. He was a all-pro linebacker for the Oklahoma Sooners. You are really aging yourself. I am, because this is in the 1980s, and then he was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks in the supplemental draft, and everybody here was hyped about this guy. And, I mean, he had these, like, three stripes shaved into his head, and he painted them Seahawks colors, and he was the buzz. He had a flat top. He had sunglasses. He was... He was the tits. And he was a really shitty player. And then he came to Seattle and sucked ass. Kind of like how I feel sometimes when I'm competing in these races, but I wasn't also paid top dollar to do those races. So, yeah, Brian Bosworth, he was number 44 in Oklahoma, and he wanted uh, 44 at the Seahawks, and they did it for a little bit, and then he had to go to 55, but... Whenever I hear 44, I always think of Brian Bosworth. Um, if anybody is looking for a fun time, go get the movie Stone Cold. It has nothing to do with Stone Cold Austin, but it's got Brian Bosworth and a performance of a lifetime. It's almost as good as a Steven Seagal film. But anyway, we digress. Tonight, we wanted to talk about the Iron Man 70.3 Washington or is it technically Maple Valley or Iron Man 70.3 Washington or Maple, Maple Valley. Valley? Yeah, Maple Valley. Which I thought this was the first time Iron Man had come to Washington, but that is not the case. They've been at Lake Stevens before. Home of my now departed grandparents and Chris Pratt. I'm trying not to make it harrowing, but they had they lived They died in, in a fiery death. They died a fiery death. They They, they did, but... Their memory lives on, and Chris Pratt is from Lake Stevens. And but that's you've where the Iron done Man... a triathlon in Lake Stevens. I did. I did an Olympic triathlon, Lake Stevens. It's a good location. So I was really excited, because um, usually I'm traveling for these events, to have something in my backyard. It was a little funky. Did it feel weird? It felt weird to me. It did, because I'm used to traveling, and you try to check in you know, a couple days ahead of time for the 70.3s. I think now for the fools, they can now do it a day ahead of time, but check in ahead of time, get your bags. But I'm used to just focusing at the hotel. Well, I actually was at work. So then I went to work, and then that Saturday, I checked in, checked my bike in at the same time. And, you know, the next day for the race, was in my own bed, and then got up really, really early to then go to the race. And so that was just a different experience. Um, so, yeah, well, I guess we'll take it from the top. So... Washington 70.3 was announced two and a half years ago, and we are going to pause a moment because the cat 
We're, so we're recording from home and Rucker Fat Bastard Cat decided he was going to use his litter box for like the first time ever. <laughs> but now he's out and we're good. Okay, if, if that thing keeps meowing, he's going outside. <laughs> so anyway, you were they, they the announced uh, the 70.3 about two and a half years ago or mm-hmm. so. I think it was 2019. So I was excited because my brother... Uh, and his family had lived in Maple Valley for about 20 years or so. So it was kind of weird to think that like, hey, this is coming coming home. And uh, it got postponed because of COVID, like a lot of things. Right. And uh, the one advantage that we definitely had um, being here in Washington is that um, I had a chance to actually look at and do the course ahead of time yes so So, i was actually really proud of you you hated that course yet you came you went back and even did it again on your road bike so here's what happened um i'm used so far the the iron man experiences i've had i've done iron man maryland even iron man boulder that bike course has some vertical gain but it has just like a few hills. I remember just a few places of an incline and you have a couple of laps for that. Um, pretty flat, but windy as all get out for um, Ironman Cozumel and then Ironman 70.3 Panama City Beach has 200 feet of elevation gain. So, and in this, I noticed in the description when it said for the bike, rather than hills, rather than saying rolling. It just said hills. It just said hills. Um, and so, or hilly. So I'm like, oh, great. This thing, you know, what was this going to be? And it stated officially is about 2,200 feet of vertical gain. Um, so I, about three or four weeks before the event, I went in a, went to go ride the course and I thought, uh, in, in certain terms, I thought, wow, this is, this is pretty tough. I think Kelly told you what I was really saying the whole time. Fuck this. I hate this. Yeah. This is fucking bullshit. Who drew this course? A five-year-old. I don't understand why this is even a course. So there were a ton of go left, go right, go left, go right, go up a steep, steep steep-ass hill. You even called me. And I got my my road or my uh, tri-bike and some parts of the road... We're, we're choppy. They're broken up. One thing in Washington, a lot of the paved roads, just because the amount of moisture we get, the top layer of the asphalt it skims off. So you have more rock exposure. So there's more friction on the road. And um, so I'm riding this thing. And my goal is to be at least 16 miles an hour. Ironman 70.3, Panama City Beach. I was at almost 18 miles an hour. So I was... I was happy. That's great. They see me rolling. They'd they be hating. <laughs> no, that, that was in my my golf cart. The only thing I could find to rent and get around in when I was in Florida. So anyway, I'm riding this course, and it is just it's it's a bitch. I'm going slowly. It's very difficult. I'm averaging about 14 miles an hour, and including stoppage time. You even called me part way through, and you're like, "I don't know if I'm gonna finish this." Like, yeah, this it, it it that course took me four and a half hours. Now that's including stop it. Like when I say stoppage time, I mean even like going into convenience store to take a dump. Probably, well, yeah, that, and then 
you realize how much of a difference it does make when you're riding on your own and you'd have to stop for traffic lights. That actually adds up for quite a bit of time. But I was just completely discouraged because it was just hill after hill after hill. And then you think you're getting close to the end and another hill. And at least my Garmin was telling me it was about 2,600 feet. So I was trying not to, to be discouraged, but I still was. And then when Kelly mentioned the road bike, I do have a K2 road bike, which I didn't even know K2 made bikes until did you buy that just because you're a skier i bought it for my brother he he gave it to you know sold to me for a hundred bucks how long ago how long how this would have been 20 it's a 2008 you've had this bike for that long i have and it's it's an okay bike but it's not a sleek bike it's not necessarily a lightweight bike so the one thing with the tri bikes is you get i think 14 speeds you don't get that really low gear and um so I did go back the next well, week. Well, why was it sucking? Like, yes, of course, you can't get the, the, balls. So, so. No, 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 no. But what was going on with your bike that you were not oh, aware oh, of? Okay, that's right. That's actually a key point. <laughs> so when I did, I, I have a Quintana Roo uh, PR5 disc. If you couldn't tell, he is a, um, he's a middle-aged white dentist. How would they get that from that? Owning your $7,000 bike. <laughs> Okay, are you going with this? Look, uh, we're not all rich. We're not. We 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 struggle. We ain't real I did. Rich. I no. I said we're not all. Not we ain't all. Oh. Yes, and I'm Go a redneck. It's a boot. I financed that. I made payments. Okay. I, I'm I'm sorry to poo poo on your bike. Jeez, Alou. Um Also, I'm kind of willing to bet a lot of people listening to this also probably have tri bikes too that they've had to save up for. This so, is true. So, anywho. Um, Most didn't get them on offer up like I did. <laughs> hey, we whatever works. It's true. I'm excited. We do have somebody to interview who has a very basic oh, very looking beach. We'll get to that. Cruiser bike. Hey, we will get hey. to that actually, because I want to, and I think it give Kelly hope. You don't have to necessarily have this top of the line tri bike. But anyway, um, I I felt like even going downhills on that first ride was I felt like going up a hill like what the hell's going on but yeah. I would stop and spin both tires and if you spin it and then if it stops you know okay the brakes are riding well fast forward to the end when I'm just well, pissed and the, off and the thing that people need to know about you is that you have this weird when you're super exhausted you have this weird sense of not really knowing if there's a low grade up or down like when you're running or this has happened before so it to me, oh, yes. when you're I, I, like, God, it just feels like it, it, my bike was grinding the whole time. To me, I was like, oh, you have this weird thing where you were probably going uphill, but you thought it was downhill. And Yeah, I do have this. I don't know. It's like anybody ever see Mr. No Depth Perception with Kevin Nealon on SNL? It's a pretty funny skit. Look it up. But um, yeah, sometimes I, I'm like, oh, I think I'm going down a hill. And then you realize oh, I was going up a hill and then it gets easier. Sometimes it's really, really obvious, but sometimes it's kind of tough to tell. But anyway, when I finished, when I spun the, the front tire and then compared it to the back, I realized, oh, this back is going a little slower. So I waited long enough and then sure enough, stopped. Mm-hmm. And then I look and, oh, okay. And the brake pad was rubbing. So my disc brake pad was rubbing, definitely contributed to it. And then I was like, well, I guess it helps with the training. But at the same time, I was still equally as frustrated. Right. Um, so I did take the tri bike in to get serviced and where'd you take it because it was a quick turnaround and they did yeah, a actually, great job uh 
The one thing about the Seattle area, there is only one, at least one official tri-bike shop. Shout out to? Northwest Tri and Bike. Which is down in... Ra- in, in no, no, Kent. Is it Kent? It's Kent. Oh, my bad. So it's an hour away from where I live. So more ghetto than So Renton. whenever I take my bike down, it's a two-hour round trip to drop it off and a two-hour round trip to pick up. And Sweetness is a particular bitch. That's his bike. Very finicky. Very fi- Yeah. The, the, He's down the, there a lot. TLC. But I did take it to the Bicycle Center in Everett over by Silver Lake. And let me tell you, my thinking like, well, these guys are going to know what to do. They they, they, they did they did me well. They did, you know, it, it, things went well. They adjusted the brakes. My chain was about to break too, and they weren't able to get me an actual Shimano Ultegra chain, but they gave me something that was good enough and comparable. Um, I figured wait, rather than wait for the supply chain to catch up, like, okay, I'll just go ahead and get this chain. Um, but the next week, I did want, while I was in the shop, I did want to try the road bike so I could have a lower gear and see if that was any different. A um, little bit of a difference. It was nice to be able to downshift that I was able to do it in maybe four hours, again, including some stoppage time. Um, but here's the thing with me. And I, I read people's suggestions on Pathetic Triathletes Group, other areas where they say, hey, don't worry. Remember, you've got a run to do. Don't exert yourself on the bike and then you can go on the run. Well, here's the thing with me. I can't make up. I can't make up time on doing the run. the run for what I if I slow on the bike so it's and not the like swim, the swim is your sport even though you don't like to admit it like you're I do like hell, you're a hella fast swimmer well you are I'm not Lucy Charles Barkley but I, I I do okay you know if I'm getting 40 minutes you know you're you know I, I guess 40 minutes on the half or 80 minutes on the full like I'm happy with that I'll take it um but it's not like if it took me longer on the bike, I'm like, well, hey, you know what? Now I'll do seven minute miles. Then, yeah, it's not like I'm gonna be able to sprint that thing. No, I run like a wounded buffalo. Like I'm a bigger guy. I'm a Clydesdale. So my strategy for these races is, you know, do the swim, put it all out there on the bike, try for a good run time. Um, I've had some pretty good races where, like, hey, uh, it's pretty good for me if I can do a sub three hour half marathon sub half hour run uh after you know during the the triathlon and uh but if i have enough time where let's say i'm struggling or i have to walk part of it well then i've got that time built in but all of a sudden it's like hey this is cutting it close you better start hauling ass like this ain't gonna happen so i found myself just really really discouraged uh and still wondering okay i need to put in more time obviously Am I going to be able to make this? And so my mind is like, well, hey, if I can do the bike, let's just round up the swim, including transition to an hour. If I can do do the bike with a transition in four, it's five hours. That'd give me three and a half hours for the run. Can I do this? I've never seen you more nervous before. Rose. I was nervous. Well, I'm you nervous for l- every event. No. It, it, <laughs> this one... It was it was weird because you actually mentioned it. Like generally, if you are nervous, you keep it inside, and you just kind of you know keep chugging along and going through your training, whatever. This one you kept mentioning, like I don't know if I'm going to make the cutoff. I can't believe that I'm you know people are maybe going to come and. Well, that's another thing too. So since it's home, hey mom, dad, do you guys want to come? Hey, you know, brother, sister-in-law, nieces. It's like the one time people can actually come and see me, and I'm like, am I just gonna like 
suck ass. So was it just that you were scared that your family was going to come um, in? No, even if I was traveling for this, I'd be just as nervous. Yeah. But it, it was almost like icing on the cake. Kind of mm-hmm. like uh, even growing up when I was playing uh, baseball, sometimes I'd get nervous. Like, you know, oh, I don't really want my mom there. You know, I just kind of want to go do this on my own. Yeah. So I did have a little bit of that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. I mean, you know me, I don't run with people. You don't, because you like if you're embracing the suck, you want to kind of do that on your own, yeah. rather than someone else there either. I guess noticing you, or I don't know, if we're holding them back, or yeah. yeah, all the things. I get it. Um. So yeah, that was I was really genuinely nervous for for the event. Um. But the event drew close. I decided I was going to use the tri bike. I was going to use the wetsuit, which actually I'm really glad I did. Um. But then some people were going to be bundled up for this because a lot of times we do have Indian summers in Seattle. But it you actually, still use that term? Oh, don't tell me that's racial. Are you going to be canceled? No, that's okay. We have warmer weather into the autumn a lot of times in Seattle. That's better. And <laughs> um, but no, in this case, I feel like we kind of had that. I don't know if you quite call it a cold snap, but it became fall very quickly well, in September. All of a sudden, we're... it was supposed to be real shit weather that day. It well, it was, and it was getting cold. It was, it was cold, yeah. So it wasn't in the 80s and sunny. It's like okay, thankfully we're though, it was supposed to piss this. rain all day, and it just did towards. The yeah. Day. So I was looking at it, and so some people were like, "I'm going to bundle up now." I am hot all the time. I'm just, I just am. I'm just, you know, I'm hot even when I'm just lounging around. The man wears Birkenstocks in the snow. This is true in shorts, <laughs> but I might put a jacket on sometimes, but only if I'm stationary in the snow. So I decided, hey, I'm going to stay in my tri suit and I'll put that underneath the wetsuit and, um, you know, I'll go from there. Um, check in on that Saturday. Now, the lake that they were at actually was a very, it's a cold lake, Lake Wilderness, Lake Wilderness Park. Um, checked in and now we'll say the uh, Ironman Village. Left a little bit more to be desired. And here's the deal. So this the second tri- triathlon that we brought the kids to check in, uh, my kids. and Oh, the first being the New York City Yeah, tri- so New Olympic. York City triathlon, the, it wouldn't even be called a village. I don't know. The vendor area where you check in sucked balls. This one, I'm like, oh, they'll see an Iron Man finally. You know, there's going to be like stuff to buy and vendors everywhere. There's usually this a huge selection. A lot of too. Yeah. The it, kids it was, are just like, what the fuck? It was can teeny we, can we tiny. <laughs> uh, teeny tiny, hardly anything. I mean, they didn't even have like the water bottles with the label for it. They had some of the shirts. I will say this. One thing about showing up the day before rather than two days before is a lot of apparel if you're looking for like a nice zip-up jacket they were already gone Gone. but it was very small you're right teeny teeny tiny um athletic brewing was still there um uh hammer nutrition uh play try was there you know some of the usual suspects were there but it was just it was really really small um so yeah we checked in well even the vendor or the their own apparel tent or their merch tent was like half the size that it normally yeah is. and there there was not the usual no. you can buy a roca swimsuit and mm-hmm. whatnot it was more you can get a cowbell you can get a mm-hmm. glass you can get the shirt with everyone's name on it 
down a hole. The rats are <laughs> shit out of luck. Right, right. There weren't yeah, even exactly. water bottles, were there? No, there weren't. No. Yeah, that was the thing that was really surprising. Because uh, a lot of times I'll get a water bottle of the event I go to. Um, so we got that checked in. Um, what did we do that night while I was trying to not stew? Do we watch a movie? That's usually our go-to. Probably just watch a movie, yeah. And then got, we had to get up at around four or so, and then I was just worried that it was going to rain. So and I had he been went running. down. No, so the kids spent the night at my parents, so that I could get up with you. Right. Um. Here's and, and here's one thing, and th- I feel like this is the common complaint with a lot, because reading the race reports from people afterwards, some people loved it, some people didn't like it as much. But the one common complaint we all seem to have in common is the parking situation because mm-hmm. even to to park that day uh to check in the bike and then both for the day of the race it's about a mile away you have to go to this elementary right. school and then if you have friends and family coming my parents are in their 80s and they don't really move around so well, well. even remember you had to come and, and get us because we have a kid here at home that has cerebral palsy and he was not wa- he walked down okay but he wasn't walk- also yeah, walking back yeah and so you have to park a mile away, carry all your stuff in. But if you're a spectator, you have to go to a different elementary school and they will shuttle you. But here's the kicker. Not to where the transition point is in the Ironman Village. They'll just shuttle you to the other elementary school where you have to walk where in. Where the athlete parking is, which is still a mile away. Yeah. And so that's when I just knew with my parents, they have they have a tough enough time walking within their own house. Yeah. And so I was like, shoot, they're not going to be able to come join us and... And, you know, was wanting to, to have him there that day. Yeah, I know um, they really wanted to be there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, uh, we, uh, you know, we got up at four. We got down there. Or, you know, we, we headed down south. And then, um, again, we lucked out. I didn't have a, the parking pass that they needed for me. And I, sure enough, I would have had to go into this elementary school and take a bus. And, and I actually kind of got snippy with you, and I apologize for that but thank goodness you stuck to your guns as i would a, not have there been was able just to... a parking volunteer um which thank you volunteers that are there it's the only way that oh absolutely i just happened to roll down my window and the guy's like yeah. do you have your parking thing hey, i'm an athlete well you have to do this thing otherwise you have to go to this other yeah. place and and what did you say you were like so oh, you're and saying I, go, I, I i park here but if i tell a, you that i athlete. have this i'm supposed to have it then well, then, yeah, I wouldn't do anything. So, And I wasn't trying to be a jerk, but, hey, I'm trying to get to this race. Yeah. And so I went ahead and parked where I was actually supposed to park. It wasn't like I was taking a handicapped spot or, mm-hmm. you know, the president's spot outside the White House or something. Can I confess something and, really quick? And then we'll get back to this uh-oh. amazing story. Um, so we have a handicapped parking pass because of uh, Jack, uh, my son that lives here. And um, today when I w- went to meet my friends... There was no parking. You don't. At, at Mark Ryan, and I took. No, 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 no. It gets worse. I took the handicap parking spot because I was running late, and then. You sure, you want this on on tape. It, and then I sit down, and then somebody with a fucking wheelchair. Comes. No. And they didn't. They couldn't find a spot. I don't know, but I'm assuming not because I couldn't find a spot, which is why I took it. Anywho, I digress. Keep going. Kelly. I know. The karma police. You need to I'm a shit repay the human. universe. You need to do something tomorrow. I will. Okay. All right, continue. Um, where were we on this? So anyway, got to the start line, got my wet suit, um, 
ready to go. I went ahead and self-seated me. They Now, Iron Man, if I've understood the rules now, the thing that's just really odd is they have these rolling starts, but they still kept their hard cutoff times. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like they now are like, okay, no, we're going to make our, our cutoff time based on the last swimmer that enters the water. So... Which makes sense. It makes... Yeah, they've seen seen the light so i went ahead and thought like well hopefully i can do this within 40 45 minutes i got in line um you know where where i wanted to be now the, here is the one drawback to that they start the race and you still have roughly an hour before you get in the water so, yeah and it was cold and you it was very it was it was still cold and wet and um you you still have roughly an hour you're, you're shooting the shit with the people next to you but when i finally got in the water you know, you see people coming out of the water when you go to start into the water. So I got in the, the water. The water was very clean, but yeah, it was really, really cold. And my old dog is standing her ground against Betty. But anyway, uh, got in the water. It Betty's was cold. also a dog. Not um, but a human. I, um, what's that? Oh, I said Betty's also a dog, not a human. True. This, the <laughs> Betty White that we speak of is not the actual Betty White. We don't live with. The real one, although that'd be pretty cool. Um, but anyway, I got in the water. Uh, it, there, there were a lot. You of were cruising on that. Swim. I actually did okay. I, I, I was really happy. I got out of the water with around forty-two minutes or so. Um, you know, the previous time I had been in open water with the full wetsuit. I think it was closer to fifty. So, hey, okay. The thing about that, though, sometimes I get out of the water. I'm a little delirious. This day in particular, I was very woozy. The world was spinning. I think you were watching me, and I think you mm -hmm. saw me just finally find an open area and just plunk down and take my wetsuit off. The one thing that is still going on because of COVID, no one helps you take your wetsuit off. Also, nobody helps you put your sunscreen on. But I'd rather more, you know, have help with the, the wetsuit. So you don't I'm have strip slaves that anymore. off. I'm running. You know, the the grass is wet and whatnot. Everything is muddy. And I got my tri suit on, and I get on the bike, mm -hmm. and then I, you know, head out. And sure enough, the first part of it is it, it's, it's it's really, really tough. Again, you're left, right, up, down, and I'm just bitching and moaning. I'm like, is this not going to go well? But thank goodness, by the time I got to around mile 25, 30, then it's almost like I found my legs. Then it was becoming a lot more enjoyable. Well, I feel like it was almost and the weird thing with you doing it twice did it feel almost like muscle memory? Because you're like, yeah, I, I will, know this course. I'm, I, a hundred percent. The one thing I know that Lance Armstrong. Now I'm only comparing myself to Lance Armstrong in this regard because in no way am I good as any professional cyclist, doping or no doping. Um, but he would go do the uh, the Tour de France course ahead of time, and he'd be able to know. Okay, I've got this uphill coming up. Mm -hmm. I got this uphill. So rather than being surprised, I know a lot of people they won't do the same Ironman course more than once that's kind of like a shtick for some people it did really help me to know okay get to this point you know as you're chunking like you're gonna go down here you know you just make it to this road in fact it was one of the few times where usually i'm constantly aware of what mile i'm on i didn't really pay attention to that so much as where am i on the, on course. the course compared to the hills so um when i finally got to the point where you're gonna drop down to down this valley into a town called Enumclaw, like, okay, I think I've got the hardest part behind me. There are some huge hills coming up, but I think I got this. And then it was a little bit, I just felt like more of my groove, was able to get my arrow bars, get down to Enumclaw, down and around this mountain, 
you know, you're coming back up. But then I knew like, Hey, I'm going to hit this hill and this hill, but it was going much, much better. And then I knew there was going to be this one particular downhill straightaway back into a town called Ravensdale near Maple Valley. One advantage I do have as a heavy set Clivesdale. You're it, cruising downhill. Yeah. So my average, I think I got over 40 miles an hour on that. I did worry like the roads are still a little wet. Like, I might try bike with pretty bald tires. Should I not be doing this? But I was able to, to really gain some time. Um, and, and you ended up kicking that bike course's ass. I was now, it was still a half hour slower than Panama City. Florida. That had 200 feet elevation gain. Yeah, that one. but but <laughs> still, in this case, I I was really really happy. Uh, I was able to do it three out three hours and uh, 32 minutes. I think it was what it was roughly. And then usually my T2 transition times not too bad. It was five minutes or under or whatever. Um, and then the run course. No, it was Can we just go back to the transition? So this particular Ironman course. There was no getting out. Like, the cool thing is all your transitions were in one spot. But generally, I like to go and see you at different points. And there was no way to get the car out where the athlete parking was. They had just blocked off the goddamn road. And so I actually walked to a store to, like, get a couple of things. Like, that Coke that your mom was drinking, picking stuff from the Mm -hmm. airport the other day. That was from your Iron Man. Like, a couple of things I thought maybe you would need. But... You're you came in from the bike and I see you like, you know, put your shoes on, whatever, and then you walk and then you go back and then you went to the bathroom and then you went back and then you did something else. Like what was what was happening? Uh I think in that case I went to go to the bathroom and I realized I forgot my run belt. Ah. So my, my running belt that has your bib your bib yeah. number. That's when I was like, oh, shoot, I got to go get this. I'm the kind of guy that if I put, let's say I'm going to go skiing, I put my ski jacket by the front door. I'm like, do not forget the ski jacket. You forget uh, I'm going to forget the ski yeah. jacket. I mean, I, I have to put things. It's just funny because I had made all these funny signs and I'm like waiting for you. And I was like almost holding it up, putting no. it back down. Almost holding it up, <laughs> putting awesome. it back down. And it was great. The signs you made were, were <laughs> awesome. I really appreciated that. Um, I will say the run course, even though it was on a gravel mm-hmm. course, it could be a lot slower mentally i hate multiple loops it's, it's almost when they tease you were like if you have three loops and you see oh there's the finish line there's the finish line again it really felt like it went by quicker because you go through this wooded area and then you get on this gravel this gravel road but by the time you get in the main turn off you're already a couple miles into it and then i knew there's a turnaround around you know six six and a half miles so at that point i'm at two I'm like oh just four miles up and then, you know, you turn around and then sure enough, you got, again, very enthusiastic, awesome volunteers about, a, you know, pace by a mile, turn around. And then I know when I got back to um, around mile 10, you just got a little half mile blurp, kind of go up and then down and then, hey, you're almost there. And um, so I remember going through the woods. And the really cool thing is, is there was a lot of our, our family that was like, it's going to be wet. It's going to be cold. We're not going to come. And. I, I get it. You know, it's a lot to ask, but it was really, it was really, really cool because as I'm going, um, you know, almost getting ready to the shoot, I come up and then I see Alice, you know, Kelly's daughter where I'm like, see her. I'm like, Frankie, 
what's what I call her? Her middle name's Franklin. Frank Sunburns. I, I call her the the name that you'd wanted to call her, but she only lets me call her Frankie. But I was able to see her, like, oh, that's great. And then I see Kelly's mom. So then I see Kelly's mom. Oh, hey, you made it. And then I see Jack. And then I call him Scarecrow. And he doesn't like me to call him Scarecrow anymore, even though that's what he told me to call him. But it was really cool for them to have shown up. And I, you know, at, at understandably so, and as predicted, I guess it was a huge pain in the ass for them to be able to actually oh, get Jesus, there. Oh, Jesus, you don't even know. And so, you don't even um, know what it took for me even to find them and then get them <laughs> to where they were, but they were so excited. To yeah, be no, it was great. And, and it was so, raining at that point, so everybody Yeah, there were a few wet. times in the run where it was just just pissing rain. Yeah. Um, but then made it through the shoot, and then lo and behold, hey, you know, I, I, I did it. It was. Oh, and I was there. No, my. my at the end. It, yeah. You made us no. You made it sound like my family was there. Well, they, well like, of course you, you were there. You were there the whole way. It's no, like, I just it's like the footsteps I don't want in the sand. Think that I was like, okay, fucker. Everyone, like I spent whole day with you, I was but there now the whole time. I peace put you out. On my shoulders. It's it's the, it's the footsteps. No, Stop. yeah. Kelly went kind of movie. Actually, she's like, you know what? This is wet. It's hey, cold. you this know what? There, there's um, somebody in your family. Yeah, that I do want to say the one thing is this: the it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect things any different, but I did invite my, I'm just going to say it, brother and sister-in-law. He always gives me shit about these events. I'm trying to talk him into the relay that they signed us up for, for Panama City. And um, and, and I hope and they come. Cycling. They will have fun. I want him to do the bike part. And they like warm weather, so. They do. Um, and redneck putt-putt golf. They like it, or no, that's no, just well, I guess they're just going to discover that and oh, see if they like okay. it. But anyway, um, so I was like, "Hey, this is going on. I know it's during the Seahawks game." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to come." And he texted, "Hey, good luck." And it was actually he called during it, and I think he knew that I wouldn't be listening to my voice. He's done this before on yeah, Iron Man. He did it my very first marathon. He called me, and I was on mile 26. Like, why is he calling me now? He knows I'm doing this, and then. Uh, the voicemail for that marathon was, hey, you're probably wondering why I'm calling right now. You're trying to finish this thing. You're probably towards the end. And you're like, you know, I'm, I'm probably interrupting a podcast. Now, this marathon, this is when you can have headphones and whatnot. Obviously, Iron Man, he can't. So he's like, so I'm just calling to do this to be a dick. Well, then I, I get these messages afterwards. The first one is like, you're probably hating this. This sucks. And then the next message, I don't think you can make it. And the next one is like, just quit now. That's the motivation of my brother. But then I found out, yeah, they actually did come to the town where the event is. Just not for you. They didn't show. Yeah, they came for an oil change. They didn't stick around. Now, later on, Lance is like, well, I heard you were going to finish three hours after we were there. Well, why don't you just and, come? No, and I get a, I get a message. Finish. Hey, we're at lunch. We're going to go somewhere, some restaurant for lunch. Uh, do you want to come meet us? And I'm like, no, I'm kind of here for the long haul, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, and that's the funny Have thing. Fun. Oh, and you're like, well, your sister-in-law invited me to, uh, you know, to lunch. And there are times where I'll, I'll, and again, I'll invite sure, them to a family outing. I'm sure that for them, just like we encounter all the time, it's like some five fun you know, fun run somewhere and they have zero clue like what it actually takes to go through training for something like this, let alone. Oh, absolutely. A, a, still a lot of people that I. Well, even Sharice I, was like, how is this marathon? I'm like, what? yeah, I mean, <laughs> I really think about? unless you actually start getting involved in endurance events, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think to a lot of people, they think it's all just like you said, just like a 5k. 
and nothing against a 5k oh gosh no sometimes but it's just that's it's, somebody's goal and yeah, that's amazing which is, it's great but but, but it's, it's easier I for spectators like to wrap the their park. head around so i just thought that was fun. i mean I, I wasn't upset or bothered or anything like no of course hey, not and you were super cute at the finish line you did the whole like point thing and well what's really tough always... i remember the a couple times when i've crossed the finish line i'm exhausted and I'll, I'll cry, and, like, and I know you've been like, you don't seem excited or this and that. And all I'm thinking is like, don't die, don't fall down. So yeah, you, but you know, okay, cameras on you, and so, okay, we got some pictures to take, and then um, they had what, like a sandwich. They had some food there. Mm-hmm. Um, now it did seem like at transition, did it? Did it pick up? Oh, because, and they gave you the little hat. Oh, the the teeny tiny. It's almost like the traditional cyclist hat. But here's the thing. Not only that, he has a lot of brains. with a size eight head. You got a lot of brains. So this thing fits me like a yamaka. Oh like no, it was cute. Dumb, it was funny because like I went to the athlete area to find you, and then you come out with this little hat, and I'm like, oh, how sweet they give you a yamaka at the end. Yes, and they were laughing, so I felt proud about myself. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I I could next time I go to a a bris, you wear your Iron uh, Man cycling hat. That. They're yep. so ugly. Yeah, they really are. Not the brisk. But it does seem like that they had some food trucks there during the day. Was there a a band? There were two food trucks there. Okay, so it looks like they had some stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so I was just, I was happy to finish. I think seven hours, 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, I know that doesn't sound like much to people, but but seriously, I did not think I was going to be able to finish in the eight and a half hours. So, hey, I'll I'll, I'll take it. You'll take that hour. And, um... And I was really pleased. So three and a half hours for the bike course as opposed to four and a half. Awesome. And uh, I know I just got to stick with it because I have uh, a lot o- coming Ocean up. Oceanside 70.3. But the thing that is just, it is weighing on my mind like a dark, ominous cloud. I'm trying, going to try a Cozumel Did you say again. Ominous? Ominous. Ominous. Ominous, ominous. Potato, potato. Okay. Wait. Laboratory, laboratory. Okay, continue on, Work. Cozumel. That's gonna kick your ass. Yes, You're gonna do no it win. this time. So yeah, I got that around the corner. So I need to continue. Last this. time we were there was when? When was it? Two years ago? Year? Cozumel? Oh, year ago. It was last it was November. Last November. And, and you didn't know what planet you were on. I did not. No. He Hopefully didn't. this time I'll know. I'm at least on Earth. Maybe I won't realize I'm in Mexico. But it was so bad. It was so bad. I was that was a that was the only time that I was actually worried about you like you kept me going you kept me going I finally pulled like helped I was you make delirious that enough though in Cozumel to pull you for some reason I saw this couple on eating at a restaurant by the course and for some reason I thought the lady was you like who's Kelly having dinner with and I actually went up to the, Kelly what's going on and then I realized like hi enjoy your meal which way do i need to run and then they pointed me and i kept going and then i did see you at the one we've already talked about this before in previous yeah. podcasts but i did see you like oh and you're up at this bar so you get to go back and have fun again yeah we'll see how this attempt goes um so on all that i was happy to have finished i you know so would you debate. do that course again like i don't that's what i'm wondering next year maybe i volunteer now there's a lot of people that were like hey the course was clean 
They had a great ex- I wouldn't say that I had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. That's not how I put this at all. And at the same time, now in retrospect, I'm like, hey, it was a challenge. I worked at it. I accomplished it. Like, that is what we're going for. Do you feel days. like it is hard? <sighs> That's the wrong word. Uh, do you feel like it's less motivating to go back and do a course again when you live here? You know what I mean? Because, like, obviously... Iron Man, any Iron Man in Canada is like a shit ton harder than probably most of them in the States. But at least you're going to Canada. You know what I mean? Like when you get right, right. I mean, it's like, I just realized in the Northwest. If I'm going to experience rain and grossness, I'd rather be in Canada than here. They got Wonder Bars (laughs) and Tim Hortons. Yeah, no, that's a good question because I, I, you know, I, uh, similar to, I guess, people that maybe live in San Francisco, but we do live amongst hilly terrain yep and it's colder and wet all and the time and i i kind of wonder if this is almost so i grew up skiing in the cascades the snow was wet and heavy i did not understand why people like powder um because if the jump stop and like i said it's wet and heavy but then i learned how to ski in it but then when i first then skied in utah like this is great i'm flying through it and i was a proficient skier so i kind of feel like you know, if you can be a good triathlete here and then you go. You could be a good triathlete anywhere. You, right. Exactly. You know, and, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I during the course, I was like, I'm not doing this again. If I could finish it, never again. But, yeah, no, I I, I definitely think I, I would. And, I mean, they don't. Uh, Ironman Whistler is now reduced to just the 70.3, right? And then they opened yeah, up Yeah, they went to Pentington. Um, I like to try those out now. I did sign up for Ironman Alaska, the full. I think that's going to be hilly. Oh, you did? I didn't know that. Yeah, I announced it to you and Frankie. Like the day that I signed up. No, you announced that they're doing one. No, I, I, did... I announced that I signed up. Oh, I should listen better. You should, <laughs> Kelly. Jeez, Lou. Again, more hills. So yeah. I just got to stick with the hills and When's that? figure out it, it, August, August 2022, August 7th, something like that. Okay. So it should be fun. Um, so I'm just trying to stick with it. A couple of tidbits. Um, unfortunately, there is somebody that I know that I we, we did our own. Actually, she created her own 70.3 last year during uh, mm, COVID. Mm-hmm. She's alive. I, she's I, alive. I said that. I, I did she that. got into mm-hmm. a wreck. You know, like, so one of those spots dead. where she, you know, she just went down. She wasn't sure quite what happened. They're still not positive. Um, but we is she okay? People. She's okay. I think she, she said she broke part of her zygomatic arch. She, and for non uh doctors her cheekbone broke yeah but she was able to get that repair it looks like she's healing up okay she told me now she's going to focus more on olympic triathlons but a shout out to teresa trinka horde i think she's, she's and then we had two other people that we know that did yeah michelle olson who yeah. had this podcast she was great in hauling ass um, I, she did amazing. <laughs> she was it five hours. Yeah, something like that. And do what's crazy. I haven't actually physically. I've seen her, but I haven't talked to her. She, she's a personal trainer at my work. Um, but I think when you all were lined up for the swim, I think she said hi to me, and I was. Oh, like, uh, did you Tom Brady her? I did because I. Were you, you I know, was, trying to get the high five and you. Oh. You, you all were masks and fucking wetsuits and swim caps we all do kind of look the same that's true (laughs) so anyways she did 
she kicked ass. She, she kicked, kicked all ass. the boys' asses. Most of. Oh, them. absolutely. I mean, I did check my. I wanted to make sure I had my Life 360 on, so you could see where I was at in the course. I had my phone. I think I was entering the run. Michelle was at like 9.5 mile on the on the you know on the run. Like, oh wow, like she's she's hauling ass. Um, you know, honestly, John. I don't know John's last name, but he's at the club. And he's very enthusiastic, but he he did very very well. A lot of people did very very well, and then people, uh, tr- some triathlete groups that I've, you know, we're trying to, get, you know, branch out, meet some more triathletes. But all in all, I feel like it was, you know, went well. It was pretty successful. Even yeah. my my niece Skyler had a classmate at Central Washington University, and this was his first time, I think, doing any triathlon. And uh, how did he do? He did pretty well. I think he six and a half hours, something like that. Damn. So he, it was a good experience for him. So I'm just, I'm, I'm glad it went well for everybody. The thing that I feel like there's a lot of A type personalities in triathlete in no triathlon, shit. But you, there are enough people where you know we're all trying to, you know, we encourage each other. We want people to do well. And I do have a question for you. Like you've done these before COVID, and now you've done these during the pandemic. Do you feel like people have mellowed the fuck out? Because triathletes can be completely ridiculous like borderline abusive that's a good question i mean i guess just anecdotally do i feel like people have been more chillaxed you know like hey i'm really glad to be at at, you know back to racing or Mm -hmm. you know i signed up for this a year ago and it's pushed back and you know we met uh, these two was a brother and brother-in-law and they seemed cool. Yeah, they they were really. That was cool. their first travel. And it though. was their first. Yeah, their first. So, again, it's all somewhat anecdotal, but I feel like at least a lot of people are very have been more, like, more relaxed just and to be just back like, to racing. Hey, they they know that this guy's going for an eight hour finish. This guy's going for whatever. Hey, you do you. And so yeah, and I feel like the the more I'm getting involved, the more I'm meeting people that are are pretty pretty. Uh, you know, relaxed and encouraging. I am so. honestly curious, like what these high strung people were doing while they weren't racing. Imagine their family. <laughs> what if their whole life is the is racing? Yeah, they're just it's like canceled, it's like, like their one oh. outlet, <laughs> and then they're on lockdown with their family. Like, oh damn! What am I gonna do now? <laughs> it's like Booby Miles in Friday Night Lights, the movie. Where then he broke his, uh, I think it's ACL tour, and he's like, all I know is to do is play football. Play and he's football. Crying and yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Well, at um, least we're back to racing. I am excited. Now, yeah. we have her lined up. Who? And you said you <gasps> saw her. Oh, yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. Back to the bike. Um. So, the Washington 70.3 Facebook page, everyone was talking about this person that had this, and Kelly, describe it. It looked like a beach cruiser with okay. multiple gears. Okay, hold the phone. So, I was cheering on, waiting for you in the one transition area because I couldn't do anything else. And this chick flies by in a beach cruiser with a goddamn basket on the front. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Oh, she had the actual basket. Yes. With her tassels coming out of the handlebars. Uh, I don't remember tassels, but I do remember <laughs> the basket. And she was like, yeah, like full of energy <laughs> the whole And speaking day. of encouraging, people like took the pictures of, the, of this bike and they said that she was very positive. Oh, she and, was, hey, yeah. She everybody. Was, 
she seemed very excited. So it got to the point where people looked up like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. So and if you do the Iron Man tracker, you can you can find generally you can find who people are. And then I'm like, this is, I, don't, I hope it doesn't come across creepy because some people have reached out to try to be in the podcast. I don't think I'm trying to sell something or if there's an ulterior motive. I don't know. But I just happened to reach out. Her name's uh, Daniela Curto. She lives in Issaquah. And I just said, hey, you've kind of become this icon. Yeah. We'd love to be able to have you on because I've got some questions for her. And it looks like she hauled ass on the swim and hauled ass on the run and then had the well, a bike time that I thought I originally might have. And I, I just, I think it's, it's pretty cool. And then she's like, Hey, so cool. I think she's being a lot of feedback. Cause she's like, this is odd and humbling. And so she said, she's going to be on the podcast. We look forward to, uh, so to interviewing here. But I um, hate triathlon bikes. Yeah. They scare the shit out of me. Kelly's got a, it's a very durable, reliable. It's like a hybrid bike, but it's heavy. It has a rubber it's chain. It's not that heavy. It does have a rubber chain. It's an REI bike. You, of anyone, should know that REI only makes quality shit. <laughs> so, yeah, but... I paid, like, almost it's a grand It's the kind of bike, if you're going bike, camping, and you know there's the bakery that's a mile That bike was almost $1,000. You take this bike, and you ride it to the bakery, and you kind of take it And it's, like, gunmetal gray... It's, yes it's badass it is badass but and again it, and it's great for commuting but a, a time bike race i worry about you and i wonder though so if that's this now the gives only you hope. thing i want to train on and it, yes this gives and, me and, plenty of hope like, okay hang on in fact I, I i was about to get some decals on it because this is now the new nice the new the new shit right on so at least it'll get me really riding excited more. daniela on yes yeah, for sure. And, and at the same time, I've been trying to tell Kelly, like, look, it's made all the difference. The Tribeca has made all the difference for me, this and that. I don't give a shit. And then uh, look at this, like, hey, you know what? Don't listen to me. Now, again, she's hauling ass in the other two areas. But she still beat you in the bike. No, actually, I, I did get a better oh, bike Oh, you did? I her. thought you said that she, she did it in four hours. Oh, oh, what you thought Three you hours, were But do. she did her swim gotcha. in, like, 30 minutes, and she did her run in... Two and a half hours, two hours, 20 minutes. I mean, she's she's hauling ass. She's a beast. But I think you can definitely get there. Honestly, I feel like if your motivation was, I can use this bike from RA that I want, I think all of a sudden you are going to become Michael Phelps <laughs> on the water and Jackie Joyner Kersey on the run. And people are like, Kelly, how'd you do it? I didn't want to ride a tried bike. Yeah. Anything not to ride a tried bike. Actually, I could see that happening. And she still finished with... with you know, plenty of time. Yeah. So I think it could be done. So that's kind of a sneak peek. We'll hope to have her on soon. The next time we do want to talk, we were all going to talk about the lifetime race that we just did in uh, Trinidad, Colorado. So the, the Radathon. So we got that to talk about as well. So, but if anybody is curious to try to contact us, you can email me. Reach out. And we do want to hear from people. <laughs> uh, Clinton at mymidnightclub.com. Kelly, you are at notkelly at mymidnightclub.com. You can also message us on Facebook. You can write me a letter. Can you? Man, who does that anymore? I don't know. Yeah. You should give your parents a trust. Yes, you can write me a letter at 6109 108th Avenue Northeast. 
Kirkland, and address Washington. it to Bill Timmerman. Nine eight zero three three. Yes, address it to Bill Timmerman. And just write weird shit. Yeah, it, it use crayon and write left handed. Yes. If you're right handed and write, I'm watching you. Uh, I mean, then, not creepy. Don't scare your parents. Oh, They're old. I'm watching you to make sure you're safe. That's less <laughs> creepy, right? They'll appreciate it. But anywho, till next time. I'm Clinton Timmerman. I'm not Kelly. She's not Kelly. Keep on keeping on. Hey!